Hello, everybody. Welcome again to the ClickCast, the story of a startup trying to fix advertisement. This is the third episode, and we are going to talk about going all in. The reason we wanted to talk about going all in is because this is a question that Damiano and I really pondered a lot about. And we thought that many startuppers and people that wanted to become startuppers struggle with this topic more frequently than is being talked about. So what we thought was we would just basically start by talking about what is it actually going all in mean to us? Um, let me start by defining what it meant for myself. Going all in was one of, of the challenging aspects of, of startuping for me because it really meant putting other aspects on hold. So while I was trying to build up Click, I was in the midst of consulting, which meant an income stream. I was doing a doctorate um, at Bocconi, which meant furthering my education and qualifications. Um, and at the same time, my, my girlfriend at the time and wife now, we were also trying to settle geographically into a specific place. Not, you know, let alone mention actually having a life and trying to enjoy some holiday time and travel, et cetera. Of course, this is pre-COVID. And so for me, uh, going all in really meant parking a lot of these topics in order to be able to just purely focus on this startup mm -hmm. and to be able to have that opportunity to um, be able to just dedicate time to click. Damiana, what does it mean for you? Yeah, for me, it's relatively similar in terms of uh, parking the rest that is not click aside or my startup. Uh, but going a bit deeper, I would say that going all in for me is really when you, you're not thinking about any other jobs that you would like to have, new position that you would like to have, or you don't have a plan B rather than making your current venture succeed. That's when you are fully committed to make it succeed. Uh, there is nothing else professional and work-wise that you're thinking of besides your project and make it succeed. Um, and it's more about a mental change than really parking the rest. But parking the rest is a consequence, I would say. I don't know if you agree with me. But... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's really hard to separate the two, right? Essentially, yeah. at that that decision of drawing the line and parking and and going also all deeper because it's also a mental focus as well right and i have a tendency to get distracted because i have so many different things on my plate so being able to physically you know dissect and and extract these extras just so that i have one maybe two things including family to focus on this is a whole new concept for me so that is something that i I did definitely struggle with. No, it makes sense. Um, and actually, how did you realize that you had to go in? And I mean, besides how, when, and... Yeah, I mean, for me to go all in, one of the things that had, had happened was that we, we started seeing that the audience, our users, 
needed more of us. That was a challenge, right? So you have all these other things on your plate and you try to kick something off as a side hustle. And all of a sudden they say, okay, guys, I kind of like what you're doing. Give me a little bit more. And you just don't have any more, you know, horsepower to go, right? Like you can't push on the gas pedal anymore. You're maxed out. I don't have any more hours in the day. I don't have enough energy left. So you really realize that there's this breaking point for going all in. I don't know if you had something similar. Yeah, so it's pretty similar, I would say. Maybe the timing is a bit different, but what started uh, this process in my mind was really when we had a lot of users and the traffic was growing, growing, growing. We had problems in terms of tech and even in the process of, um, of actually any process because we were overloaded in traffic and work to do. And I was full of adrenaline. I was seeing people using the platform, people joining the team, uh, giving their time, their career, uh, their trust in Click. And I thought, okay, this is real. We need to keep going, we need to push. And in order to push, I need a lot of mental space, I need time, but again, Parking the rest for me has been a consequence. And that happened because in my mind was like, I don't care about the rest. I just want to make this work. And I see that it's worth and I believe 100% in it because it's not just me, my vision is also validation from external sources that made me switch. You know, what you're saying is making me realize and think of something that I've struggled with in my own in my own side, which is why is it that you didn't feel the need to go all in before the users started, you know, knocking on your door? Yeah. Uh, for me, I guess it's it was for having a plan B. I'm a control freak. I need to have a plan B or even a plan C, D, E, F, G, and whatnot. So if I'm not 100% sure about something, I tend to have a plan B. But then as, as soon as I saw that was real, not just for me and for my dream, for my belief, but also for someone else, I was like, okay, maybe I don't really need a plan B. Yeah, and, and this, is, this is the part that I struggle with because I always wonder, at what point does an entrepreneur need to dive in headfirst without a plan B, right? Uh, there's a famous saying that says that, I think it's Tony Robbins who always has it in his speeches. If you wanna make sure that your team is motivated and you land on an island, burn the ships, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so yeah. the plan B is the exact opposite of that. And I'm always wondering what does it take and what's the right combination I refuse to believe that all entrepreneurs go through this thing that, you know, they all go in head first and then it works and, and, and it's because they first took the step and then, you know, the business followed. I refuse to believe that it's, it's like that all across the board, but that is something that I struggled with myself with just trying to figure out, okay, 
at this stage, I really got to go all in, right? I think it's subjective. And uh, how concerned you are about wasting, wasting time, which is anyway not wasted in case you fail, because you're definitely going to fail in some ways. Um, if you need a salary to live, in a sense, or in which time and period of your life you are. For me, it was a completely different period than yours, because when we started, I was 19, 20. Um, so I was trying not to fuck up my career, trying to set it as good as possible, finishing my studies and whatnot. So that was the main reason why I was not all in, because on my plate, there was a lot because, okay, if I mess up now, I mess up for the rest of, the, of my life. I mean, I can fix it, but it's not the best part. So I was really cautious. And for you, it's, I think, the opposite in some ways, but similar in some others. I don't know if you have something to add on that. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm actually thinking, I, I see you more like one of those star basketball players, right? So you were, you were getting offers from Google, you were finishing up your university degree. Um, you know, you have all this opportunity at your doorstep and you're just at the beginning. And, and on the other side, like the things that I'm dealing with on the, you know, after having worked for 15 years, I'm thinking more about being able to, you know, keep the ship afloat, making sure my family has a stable household and, and lifestyle and, you know, just maintaining certain things that you get used to. Yeah. Yeah. Me on the other side, I'm trying to get those things. So, you know, <laughs> trying to balance. <Yeah. laughs> no, exactly. So just give me a timeline. Tell me like major, major milestones for going all in. Uh, generally for me. Uh, for you, for you. For me, it was the first point was the team growing and seeing users. So the, that started the process in my mind of thinking about why am I not all in? Um, so first off, you need to understand that you are not all in, then understand why you are not all in. And from there, it's really about knowing yourself and knowing what you want and, and even setting like a deadline. Okay, the point we reach this level where it is time or business level of goal. Once we are there, I'm all in. Uh, for me, it was, that's how I actually went all in. I said, okay, uh, in September, I'm going all in. And I said that towards June or not, because I was sure that by that time, by seeing how it was going, I would have 100% had the need to go all in. So just to wrap up what I said, understanding that you are not all in, defining and understanding why you're not all in, talking with people and whatnot, and then setting a milestone that you want to reach or a deadline that is going to either make you go in or drop it. What about you? 
Yeah, for me, it's quite similar, actually. Um, so I was consulting, and which meant that, uh, you know, over the summer when we had the peak of traffic, I was struggling because I had, um, I had basically to to fulfill my job duties during the day. I would work until midnight every day, weekends, everything included. I don't want to say that I got close to burnout because at some point I I, I definitely did. Um, but I think that it becomes really hard to coordinate as a second job, right? Like this is not uh, this is not a second job in which you just are an employee and you're just trying to make something work, um, you know, for somebody else. This is really something that you have to drive. And so the driving position is something that I think becomes very challenging, and it was definitely challenging for me. So when we had that massive traffic, when we had the team growing, when we had all these problems to fix. That's when I realized I needed to um, I needed to take that next step, and that next step was going all in. Right. The other piece, though, was I I had too much on my plate. Right. Just just over the last 10, 15 years, I've had a tendency to always try and uh, you know do all sorts of things. And what I ended up doing was I ended up. Um, actually withdrawing and not withdrawing, but I guess I, I deferred my, my doctoral program. Um, I, I ended up not taking an extension for my consulting gig. And I started literally piece by piece taking all of those extras out so that I had the capacity for click. It wasn't easy though, right? Because you have to do not just a lot of administrative preparation, but you have to take a lot of mental preparation, right? So. It's basically saying to myself, okay, you're not going to have an income. You're just simply not going to have an income. And, and yes, I have savings and everything, but the income was also important for Click, right? That's what allowed us to get it off the ground. This is what allowed us to run campaigns and spend thousands of euros here and there. And so I was, you know, it, it was just sort of this, this leaping point for both myself and the company where you start saying, okay, I need to, I need to make this work. And in order to do so, I need to go all in. It's going to reduce the amount of capital that we have as, as an individual and as a company. But that as a conversation is actually quite, quite challenging, but it's important. And so you just do it. You just do it. And that's, that's actually what happened for me is I realized that we would have to sacrifice on the one side. So we, we became more frugal. We became cheaper, if you will. We started using Fiverr a lot more and <laughs> a lot of these platforms to outsource. But on the other side, um, you know, we had a lot more capacity now, right? So I was, yeah. I was able to, f you know, fix times during the day and at night and the weekends, right? So, <laughs> um, yeah. And then those things are really important, right? That, that extra capacity is what you need to be able to place into the company. And as your team grows, they also demand that from you, not just the users, right? So um, all of these these elements have to start making sense. No, that makes a lot of sense. And you say that this is an important conversation that you need to have, most probably with yourself, that's the first person, and the last one, I would say. But as I said earlier, after you understand that you're not all in and you ask yourself why, one important part, in my opinion, is to talk with other people about it. And since it's a conversation with ourselves, I just wanted to know from you if you did 
talk with someone in particular? Uh, how did this conversation go? Yeah, I mean, um, the very first person I spoke to, which was, I mean, my natural tendency is my my wife. And we really talked about it in terms of planning, right? So what does this mean? She's also a, a consultant for the United Nations, or she, uh, I used to be. Um, and so what she was doing is she said, okay, well, if, if this is the, the plan, then I'll just keep working, right? Just to make sure that the, the wheels rotate in the household. And so there's a really beautiful discussion that we ended up having of how to work as a team, right? So she knows that I'm very invested into click and she knows and has seen the amount of effort that I've put into it over the years. And so she knows that I will do whatever I can to, to be able to make this move forward. And so she stepped in, right? So she stepped in to fill in the gaps for me um, in terms of my hesitations, my doubts, and also as a family, right? So there's this tendency for me to assume and, and want to be the breadwinner for the household. And, um, you know, it was this sort of mental growth for me to be able to say, okay, well, I have to also take a step back and, and ask my wife for that help so that we do this together. And so I'm really thankful that she's, you know, she's sort of also invested into this uh, on her side. The second person, though, is is actually um, for the last few few months, I've actually been working with a, a coach. Um, I don't know if it's called a life coach or business coach because it's a little bit of everything, and we we discuss a little bit of everything. And what's really helpful about going through the coaching process is that it's a bit more structured. So the structure helps uh, in being able to actually organize and unpack not just the administrative details but also the other aspects which are like the emotional details, right? So why is it that this becomes uncomfortable? What are your fears? And you actually go there, right, in the conversation. You go and try to understand, is this really what's making you uncomfortable or is there something underneath? And when you actually have that discussion with somebody who is you know, who's, who's simply there to try to support you, then you really start going a little bit deeper into yourself and understand what are the hesitations that you have. And so the, the conversations with my coach are also very helpful just to be able to unpack those things and then to be able to come back to the top and see, okay, how does it connect to the real world? What does this mean in terms of finances? What does this mean in terms of, um, you know, any of the other things that have to be done? And so then what ended up happening was I was able to reorganize my life as it needed to be. Cool. No, that, that's awesome. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. Um, yeah, for, for me, it's similar because I also talk with someone that really knows me to really tackle down the irrational parts of the decision, so emotion, I would say. And then another person that as well really knows me very well, but going through all the rational parts of this decision. Um, and then I just glue the conversation together, kept going, kept the conversation going with myself. Uh, and yeah, and then the rest is history, I would say. Yeah, that combination is interesting, right? Like when you actually open up to others, especially with others that know you, they have a tendency to decode you in a way that you don't decode yourself. Yeah. 
And that is an important part of the process as well, right? Like that realization that, you know what, I say this, but I end up actually thinking or feeling something different. And somebody who actually knows you and has known, has known you for a long time, it's important for them to also help you through this process. I think that network is really helpful. Definitely, I agree. And I can't stress enough how much you really need someone or more than someone outside of your company to talk about your company and the problems that you might face because you could talk about those problems with the team, but in reality, you can't and you shouldn't. So it's super important to have coach, uh, friends, network, family, or whatnot to discuss these kind of things. And if our team is listening to this, sorry guys, we can't share everything. But <laughs> yeah, I, I I agree with you, and it is one of the challenges of being a manager, right? So yeah, um, it's it's not about hiding anything, but it's really just a process that each one of us has to go through in order for us to be able to unpack it in that safe space. Mm -hmm. So the safe space isn't to be able to do it in, you know, the company of your your team members. I mean, it can be if you have those specific team members that you have connected with, et cetera, but it really is a a different type of process. And I think this is something that even the team members have gone through, right? So the decision to be able to, to be able to to decide whether to invest their careers with Click. Um, I specifically remember one conversation and and it was very impactful for me. It is with one of our um, our, uh, coders, our our engineers, uh, Manuel, who of course will one day uh, join us for this podcast. And it was was very telling when he had decided to invest his career in Click and in our hands, right? the day that he told us this, it sort of made me really pause uh, because it was earlier this year, right? And it was still before we had the big group of users. It was before, um, before, yeah, before everything, products and everything. Yeah, and I think that's what made yeah. you start thinking about going online. I think the first message you sent me about going online was after this conversation with Manuel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it was very um, foundational for me, so much so that it made me really invest time and attention into it so that I could make sure that it was something I did meaningfully. Um, so first off, thank you, Manuel. Um, but, but the other side is that it just started this snowball effect, right? So sometimes you, start, you, you were thinking about it in the back of your head, but then one person comes all in. And um, one of our advisors to the company actually said, you know what, who's your first fan, right? He was the first fan of Click. And what that means is you have to understand why. What is it that is so important for somebody to join to this cause and actually park their careers and invest in it rather than park and you know, focus on its growth? And I think that process was, was really was really telling like I'm, I'm very thankful we went through that discussion and even then like you know it was something that we kept on the side while we were developing the company right and every once in a while you and I would check in here and there and say okay this and this and this this is what I was thinking these are what I need to have in place and then we would talk about the company stuff so 
yeah, I mean, it was, uh, it's, it's quite interesting because now it's, the picture's so different, right? Um, I would have never been able to picture it like this earlier this year. I don't know what you, what you thought. Um, but even if I could, I, I don't think that it would have been so connected with the all-in discussion. Yeah, I can't agree more. We grew so much this year from any aspect that I couldn't imagine this like last year. So yeah, a lot changed in the better. So let me ask you this before we go, because we have to start wrapping up. Do you actually feel like you have gone all in? Rational wise, yes. Irrational wise, almost. Because as I said, I have this tendency of having a plan B, controlling my life and making sure that everything is going in the right direction. So in the back of my head, I always have, okay, maybe if I do this, I have a plan B or whatnot. So in the back of my head, there is always something running in that terms. But yeah, I would say that I'm all in. Let me, let me ask you a follow-up question. Could it have happened faster or sooner now that you're on the other side of going all in? Do you think that it would have been possible for you to have done it a month before, three months before, five months before? And if so, would it have made a difference in the company? I don't think so. I don't think it's something that you can 100% control in the side. Even if I've been talking about control for the entire episode, but this is not something that you can control. I think it's a lot moved by irrationality. Yeah, that's that's a fair statement, I think. I think it is, it is a, a combination of, of elements that are very difficult to combine and say, I control every single thing completely. I agree. But I think we have to start wrapping up now. Um, thank you to all our listeners that have been uh, patiently listening to us going through our deliberation on going all in. We'd love to also hear your stories of or attempts of going all in, whether you're starting a venture or whether you're starting a project of, of any kind. If you have any, please, uh, please let us know. You can always reach us either on Instagram at click.me, that's Q-L-I-K dot M-E, or also reach out to us on our LinkedIn page. Um, for our next episode, what we're going to do is we're actually going to talk a little bit more about our industry. So what we're going to start by doing is talking about why the ad industry needs a revamp. And we're going to talk about why we had chosen this space. We're going to also touch upon a couple of these elements that were um, important for us to understand that there's a, a really big, hairy problem here. Catch you at the next episode.